Hello and welcome to another episode of This Is Bullshit, a podcast coming to you from two childless sisters just <laughs> talking about, you know, politics, culture, or whatever bullshit we want to talk about at the moment. I'm Courtney. I'm Keisha. And today's bullshit is getting back to normal and all the bullshit that comes with that. Mm. It's a mess. <laughs> So we're learning more now about the sad toll of the corona lockdowns in this country. According to Joe Biden, though, we could get another round of lockdowns. These for a crisis that's every bit as bad as the coronavirus, maybe worse. That crisis, of course, says Joe Biden, is climate change. Today, I'm pleased to announce a team that will lead my administration's ambitious plan to address the existential threat of our time, <clears throat> climate change. Folks, we're in a crisis. Just like we need to be a unified nation in response to COVID-19, we need a unified national response to climate change. And from this crisis, from these crises, I should say, we need to seize the opportunity to build back and build back better than we were before. A unified national response. It's involuntary. That's the one thing we know. What does it mean? We're learning that a World Health Organization staffer has written a report saying that a climate lockdown could be called for. It's like a COVID lockdown, a climate lockdown. Mark Morano is an author who has written a lot about climate change. He found in Climate Depot. He joins us tonight. Mark, thanks so much for coming on. A climate lockdown. Now, I would laugh this off the table, except we all just lived through the last 18 months, so we know that anything is possible. What does this mean exactly? Well, in my book, Green Fraud, I detail two chapters on this, Tucker. This is the climate activists were, first of all, jealous when the COVID lockdowns happened. They were beside themselves saying, how is this happening? Everyone from Greta Thunberg to John Kerry, UN officials. And then they started saying, we need to follow this. If we can shut down for a virus, we can shut down for climate. And that's what we're seeing. There's even academics in Australia proposing adding climate change to death certificates. And Bill Gates has said the death toll will be greater. So they're following every step of the way. And it's not just, you know, a, a professor here or someone in academia. We have a major UK report coming out. We have an international agency report that came out uh, calling for essentially the same type of lockdowns. Everything from restrictions on your thermostat to restrictions of moving. Uh, you know, you can only fly in a climate emergency when it's, quote, morally justifiable. You know, kind of like a lockdown, you have to justify going to the store for essential services. They're going after freedom of movement. They're going after private car ownership. They're going after uh, everything it means to be a free person and turning it over to the administrative state. Would this include shutting down the iPhone factories in China? Would China and India participate in this climate lockdown, or is it kind of you first, America? Well, you know, as we know, the lockdowns had never been proposed. We felt like lemmings following the, the, the Chinese Communist Party in terms of them recommending lockdowns. The World Health Organization went after it. The World Health Organization employees are now recommending these climate lockdowns. The one person, countries that won't be affected 
is China. As, as you say, as we're sitting home binge-watching Netflix, we're not going to be able to have the freedoms we used to have. In the UK, they proposed CO2 ration cards that the government or employers would monitor your CO2 levels, you know, your energy use, your travel, the type of car you drive. If you exceed a level, you pay penalties. If you're under, you get credits. This is the world. A CO2 budget for every man, woman, and child on the planet has been proposed by a German climate advisor. This is our. This is what we're looking at. I, you know, I talked to a German who talked about East Germany. They used to have these kind of restrictions uh, in East Germany before you could leave the country. But we're talking about proposing these now on Americans within the country. And we had this, of course, with COVID. They were talking about bans on interstate travel at one point, uh, a national ban, some of Biden's advisors. So anything is possible. Chuck Schumer is urging Biden to declare a national climate emergency. Just like a blue state governor, he could have emergency powers. I feel such deep shame that Americans complied with what we've just been through, and I hope that they will not comply with this. I really do. Mark, thanks so much for coming. Well, on that, uh, sure. Thank you, Tucker. Ooh, Tucky Carl's back at it again. Ugh, you got to check in with Tucky Carl's. I mean, he's... Oh, my God. If you want to know what the streets are saying, you got to check with Tucky. You got to. And he sets the precedent. He He really, he's like... People listen to him. He's a number one cable news show, rated news show in America. But it's because he always sounds like, um, you and know, it, he just always sounds like, you know, of course, yeah. like the government's just so inadequate. And like, he always sounds like he know like what he's saying is gospel. I dated a guy like yes. this once. And a white guy. No, Columbia. no, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he was half. Well, he was. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I mean, it's just this weird thing that goes off in their head where everything that they say is gospel. Like they just have something in them that like lets them yeah. just like say it in this way, and people listen. I, I think maybe do this many people need a father figure? Like I don't <gasps> oh, understand how. Okay, so in this crazy wild clip, Tucker Carlson talking to Mark Morando, Mark Morando, Morando. who's an author, which, what is that? Right. Like you said, anybody can be an author. I mean, no offense, but anyone can be an author. You could self-publish. I mean, that could mean anything. You could have a ghostwriter. That means absolutely nothing. As long as you want to write a book, you can. Right. You, too, can write a book. You, too. We will. I mean, I might. Oh yeah. We we definitely will if we can get on Tucker Carlson to be an expert. Shoot. Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would love. Oh wow, that would, that's that's just a, a trick of in, into agreeing with us. Let's put it on the vision board. We don't have one yet, but when we start I, one, well, I mean, to reach the masses. That's why, guys. We're just trying to reach <laughs> the masses. But in this crazy clip, I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Like, what what's what's the point of this? He has children. He's literally arguing right. for the decimation of the planet. To to what? For what? Because they <laughs> don't want to. They don't want to have be controlled. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the messaging was that this guy was giving off was. It was so hot. I mean, it was just like, 
scare the best scare tactics. I mean, he came for your private car ownership, which I have never heard anyone talk about owning a car like that. Private car ownership, how important that is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He did so, a lot of um he did he added a lot of extra words to many things. I mean, he said you know, freedom of movement, you know, oh, that, free. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. Freedom of a, movement. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else was he saying? He was. Um, well, oh, I, I think. Oh, oh, go ahead. Well, he was talking about um, the CO2 test and he's saying every it's going to get to the point where every every human is going to have a, a CO2 allowance, I guess. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess like the problem is that everything that he was saying, I, I have heard everything that he said little by little from different places actually but like you know left outlets like yeah we should give people rebates to so that they can buy electric washing machines or Mm -hmm. what have you Mm -hmm. to get people off of you know off of gas and stuff so i've heard all these talking points but this guy just came at it with a totally different tone as if everything he was saying was something terrible but really all the things were good like we should have a tax on people driving into a city. Well, London has had that for years. Well, if you drive a car into London, you have to pay more. You should have taken the freaking train, you fool. Like, I don't think that you can really put the the good or bad on it because that's that's basically what they're doing. You know, for, we're from the left, so we would say, of course, these things would be good because mm. because it's getting to the goal of what we want, which is helping to slow down the warming of the planet. But with with the angle they're coming from is it's bad because, you know, so it's always about how you can spin it. But I think that what is left out of this argument, which which is so interesting, because sometimes I I mean, maybe and this is this is really what Tucker gets. He understands the sensationalism and entertainment of everything that he's doing. I mean, all of this electoral politics (laughs) is really just theater. And I mean, he doesn't get to the reality of it, which is. At the end of the day, when we are in literal cri- uh, climate breakdown, right. you are not going to be able to fly on a plane. Sorry. You're not gonna be, I mean, this is happening <laughs> right now. You're not going to be able to eat seafood soon. If the water, if the ocean's mm-hmm. warm, all the fish are dead. I mean, you are not going to be able to live your life in a very near future the way that we are living right. it now. And they're talking about this. I mean, if we don't make these kind of sacrifices right now, then there's it's there's zero, zero chance. chance there's already zero there's already zero chance there's already like what's the limit like we have 60 years or something so i don't know no we, we have, have less time. than zero chance if we don't even just attempt to rein like, it in you know what i mean it's like being in like hospice or something like at least try to make my last year's like nice i mean mm. it doesn't have to be like water world oh my gosh but, but also i mean be. we could course correct in some ways i mean i think yes there are some things that uh, obviously you know more than 50 percent of uh, the animals are extinct uh you know so many different species of animals r.i.p white rhinos so sad and we don't even talk about that like it's a real thing but Mm -hmm. uh, people are going to have to like we have to rein it in i mean what other option do we have well we do, but also I feel, I don't know. Like, as you know, I'm a, I'm an avid uh, recycler slash reuser of everything. But every now and then I do kind of just think like, this is not my responsibility. I am not mm-hmm. Coca-Cola who makes, you know, the most plastic bottles. In the world. They could just stop doing that. They could just start putting them in glass. They could, right. you know, start selling freaking soda streams or you can make your own damn Coca-Cola or whatever. I mean, <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm like exhausted by the personal responsibility of it. 
in Why order is it for fault? it to be rectified, it has to be a structural, right. huge initiative and something that is in force because of course these corporations are not going to do it and yeah i mean the little bit that i mean just like just like when we're talking about trying not to use amazon i mean oh i have to get very very few things on amazon just because petco doesn't have any variety for bunnies and i think that that's you know probably because why invest in it when people are using online it's just it's so terrible and uh you know I'm worrying about ordering like $30 worth of bunny stuff on Amazon when people are ordering $30,000 Rolexes people, on Amazon. Right. Or they're ordering, but they're also ordering toilet paper, which is, I mean, uh, wow. what do you mean by that? Well, there was a whole podcast. Um, I think it was maybe Freakonomics. Um, and they were talking about talking to an Amazon warehouse worker and like the, you know, how strenuous it is and how terrible it is and all of that. And then from the Amazon workers side, they were like, why the fuck is somebody ordering their toilet paper? Why am I going being, you know, worked over like a horse to get somebody toilet paper? You could like there's, uh, you know, you talk about this a lot. There's no connection to the actual person that's doing the work anymore. Well, people were saying that at the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, people were not getting essential items, at least right. in that scenario. People could get toilet paper because they're disabled. They didn't want to go into the store and all these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, we never used a grocery delivery. No. Mm-mm. You know, and I'm really happy that we didn't because I do think, you know, it just adds to the separation between, you know, people who work in the gig economy and people who don't. Right. Um, I mean, and... And the fact that if you're just if you were keeping up at the time, they were also slashing, you know, the amount that the people were getting paid, you know, to do to do that job. So, exactly. Uh, I mean, they were stealing their tips. And so it's like I, I couldn't. Yeah. Either way, we weren't going to use that any of those systems. But um, but this clip, I mean, so this guy says Who is this guy. He's I just don't. a random guy that they found that would that agreed with them. That's all I guess. Yeah. But what's uh, so funny about it is that they're going back and forth and talking about all of these liberties that are being taken away from you. And then the guy proves how dire the situation is, though, by saying like pretty much quote. I'm pretty much quoting uh, not just a professor here or there, you know basically has like solidified (laughs) that this this is a something that needs to happen but Uh we have major uk studies i mean right so if you have major uk studies that say that you need to act on climate change there i mean the fact that he's saying (laughs) you know oh in other countries this is happening and we've got other studies that are confirming you know more and more things about climate change is like yeah exactly that's why people are putting in place these restrictions why do we make blockbuster i mean this and this is why the blockbuster movies exist like 2012 is that what it is yeah 2012 is so good yeah uh shout out john cusack (laughs) he's always in the i mean utopia and then Uh, yeah look it was after people online for justice wow cusack love it yeah um 2012. 2012 is one i mean what are the other ones i don't know all these day after the, tomorrow day after, mm-hmm. but it always is though it, it always you know it's a, of course america centric and it mm-hmm. always is that you know everyday life is happening i mean it's not right. like 
it's not like there's ever going to be a time where it, the movie is like, you know, yeah, we kind of figured that um, the world was dying. And so, <laughs> you know, we kind of like 60 years ago figured we better lower emissions and everybody yeah. stopped working unnecessary jobs and everybody got a UBI and, you know, you got credits for planting trees <laughs> or bamboo. And, right. you know, like, of course, they'd be like, that wouldn't be a movie. But. America but doesn't have to run like that. <laughs> right. It's Ameri- We are living in real life and we can right. actually do things. Uh, I mean, it's that's <laughs> Wait, did you ever write that tweet you're going to write about um, how pissed you would be if you were in the future? I did. I did. <laughs> um, I said, like, I it, just imagine it, you are living in utter... Uh, climate shutdown you know and mm-hmm. like, you know shit's happening all the time there's fire there's a fire tornado here great great oh a flash flood um and then somehow you know you're 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 journeying around now because you don't just stay in one place you're nomadic uh-huh. and you happen upon a dvd and somehow a dvd player uh and you find right. a copy of day after tomorrow uh-huh. 2012 or what was burn gully Fern, Fern Gully, yes. <laughs> and and you saw that we knew about the Lorax, climate change I mean, oh this early on and did nothing. I mean, Al Gore's movie. It just, I mean, that's kind of just what I think about these politicians or these like figureheads like Tucker with any kind of, of uh, influence or power. You guys have kids. But I mean, I guess at the end of the day, their kids are going to be fine because, of course, right. in 2012, what happens? They get onto a little ship and they oh a little away. ship they get onto a big <laughs> ass ship that is almost indestructible right that's only for the rich people so it's it's like of course mm-hmm. they would push climate denial because they have they don't a, have enough room on that ship. ship yeah exactly I mean that was yeah please watch twenty twelve so good yeah but they were trying people were trying to get on that ship at the last minute and they were just shutting those doors so mm-hmm. and let me tell you where we live like there are it's insane i don't know i mean when we lived in la i just feel like you know you saw more we lived in apartments and even though we did live by the hills like uh for some reason those houses just didn't seem as like wild to me to take in as the some of the ones that i've seen here in virginia and and then people will be like oh yeah that person's a lobbyist like yeah it's sick like, I don't know if they me, have for some reason, I'm like a Hollywood director. Sure. But right. They like, should have a huge house. But a lobbyist, you don't think they would have a freaking huge house. Uh, but they do. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's crazy. And here it's like big, you know, amounts, swaths of land. So. Right. You also have an acre, you know, a couple of acres couple of and acres. some horses and a stable for the horses. Oh, my and God. They all have ex- horses. An extra house on the side, like a like an in-law house that sits on the side. That was a creepy neighborhood. That's, I guess, wow. becoming the rich thing. Purcellville or something like that. But it was creepy. <laughs> there are a lot of places like it. Yeah. But there's money out there and we ain't we ain't going to be on that ship. No. So we better live it up now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we got to be on Tucky Carl's. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Shoot. That's that's our sister dream, I guess. <laughs> uh, um, Let's see. What else did he well, talk about with this? Okay, so when he was saying, did you have something to jump in? With? Okay, just in case, no, okay. forget. Um, when he was talking about like the freedom, uh, this uh, Mark Morando, the the expert uh, author, <laughs> um, or just author, uh, when he was talking about freedom of taking away or limiting your freedom of movement, 
um, with cars and planes and things like that. I mean, I just think it's so crazy that there is never any context ever applied to like most, I mean, most, most political talking points. They're just so cut and dry. But I mean, in this scenario, you are not going to be able to fly on a plane. Let's say if there's gas shortages, gas Mm -hmm. shortages because uh, ships can't get through the ocean because either there's, you know, new things happening in the water or because the waters have risen or saying, you know, like we just had that gas cut off. Exactly. Well, that's because of an attack. I mean, you might not be able to, you know, just hop in your car and get on the road to go to wherever because the bridge Mm -hmm. collapsed. I mean, we have complete infrastructure crumbling as well. And it's just like there's fires happening in the West. There's a drought happening in the West. And yet people Mm -hmm. think life is going to continue on normally. (laughs) And that our biggest issue is, oh, people are trying to restrict. They're they're trying to restrict our our freedom of movement. Yeah. (laughs) They're trying to just. Keep, I guess keep you alive for a little bit longer. Okay. I'm wondering if a lot of people think about how many people increase their wealth by a lot over the pandemic. Like a lot of people, even if, even if they just get to work from home now, I think that's in a way also increasing your wealth because you have your time back all that time you were spending commuting, the yeah. money you're spending commuting. Mental you know, stability. Just, yeah, exactly. Time so, with your family. Huh. I mean, maybe it's just because we're poor. Like, maybe to them, it's like, yeah, everything is going to go back to normal. Maybe I'll pay $200 more for a plane ticket, but who cares? doesn't matter to me. Because they're, you know, they've gained money over the last year and a half. Right. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest issues. But that's why I don't understand. It's just so crazy to me that Tucker's audience would even relate to that i mean one of the things that's confusing one of the things the guy said was oh can you believe they want to be able to write pollution on the death certificates and it's like yeah dude some people (laughs) i mean the air quality that some people live next to incinerators for dumps some Mm -hmm. people have leakage in their in their groundwater i mean yeah flint i mean all all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff um what was I going to say about that? Then? Oh, well, like how Tucker's audience, how could they, well, how could I'm, they I'm, go along with I'm this? surprised that it seems to me like his, he's speaking to like a middle, upper middle class audience. But he's Tucker Carlson. So I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't see upper middle class Republicans. You think that's his audience? Super in, that's what it seems like. Because with that many viewers? I don't know. Who's his audience? I think, I mean, I thought it was, I would think it was more working class people, but I, I mean, well, I know that they did lose quite a few people, like more of the work, like the, probably the lower class uh, income people, um, from, because Fox didn't support Trump fully and back the, right. the election fraud lie. Um, so I guess I see what you're saying. I mean, is it? Bo- I mean, maybe boomers are his. But target? I no, I think. But I mean, I think like it's just like the insurrection. It's just there were a mix of a lot of people who could take private planes to go or own their own companies okay, or whatever. Yeah. But like those people then paid for bus full of, you know, people who lit coal miners or something <laughs> to come. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. people in Culpeper came, you know, and, and true, you know, they're not they're not rich. As not far all as we know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, not all of them. Or but. they are, and I don't know how everybody in that town could work. But um, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they stick to the brand of liberty, freedom, and they just keep harping on that, harping on that, harping on that. And it's just like, you are killing your audience on purpose. <laughs> There's no other way to right. explain it. Which, wow. It doesn't make any sense because they have to have someone to work for them. <laughs> yeah, but we have too many people on the planet now as it is. Hmm. I mean, let the Hunger Games begin, I guess. I say we take a break. Mm, I'm sad now. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to um, sit and think about some things. And uh... <laughs> You can't let Tucker Carlson get you down, Keish. <laughs> I mean, he's only one of the most powerful people <laughs> on TV. Oh, this is a hellscape. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> Before we start, hop back in. Hi, welcome back. I do want to acknowledge for our video viewers on YouTube that I know that I look like the villain in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's (laughs) Stone. (laughs) The teacher that teaches the defense of the dark arts. I don't know enough about Harry Potter. I just know he's wearing like this kind of gray, this kind of like, you know, and he's got a purple wrap on his head. That's kind of a low around rap so that was the inspiration for this look well the inspiration was that we were having coffee and we had just woken up and then now it's the afternoon <sighs> and it's gosh it really set up really takes it out of us <laughs> it really takes us out of us we're so <laughs> slow whatever this is difficult sign it's a lot of hard work okay maybe we've heard of it okay well we haven't been to work in quite some time so mm. let's discuss it Okay, speaking of, returning back to normal. What's your initial one word to describe how you feel about going back to normal? Hmm. Maybe two, but. Protest. Ooh. Wow, mine was going to be gut wrenching, but. <laughs> it's gut wrenching. I don't know, that's the first thing that came to my mind. It's like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes, that was I didn't know how to put that into words, but I like protests. I feel like my strongest emotion about it is right now I am refusing to go back to work. I mean, for us, I mean, for us, especially we had to upend our lives Mm -hmm. and move back home because there was I mean, just think about the way that this pandemic was handled i mean there was never really too much stability you right. know or information they right. kind of just stopped all at some point you know like the, the the most stability i feel like was uh when the first round of unemployment went out how long did that that went until november september december? maybe september no. like september september i think and then did they re-up it i can't remember and then there was an extension right wait no no, no. you're talking about the extra 600 no, I'm talking about just unemployment. I'm pretty sure that 
Yeah, it was the initial one. They extended mm-hmm. it. And then there was the December deadline. So that's why they had to pass the other act. Right. right. In order to let make it kick in again through, you know, March. Um, I mean, just the fact that, like, okay, for example, now in California, uh, there's talks of uh, the governor's office or something paying, mm-hmm. um, b- paying back rent for people. Right. And, you know... It, we that wasn't information that we had at the time to to be able to make uh, a decision about where we were living um seriously i mean hindsight's i mean hindsight isn't 2020 in this case because there was we had no idea i mean i I don't even i feel like you're upset about it i'm not i'm i'm like screw that place sorry but like the climate you do not want to live out there right now i'm telling you (sighs) it's gonna be a there's a drought it's going to be fire season pretty much from now until the rest. I mean, the rest of the whole. What if fall. I go in the winter? You don't like being cold and it gets cold there now. <sighs> My times they are changing. Da- dashed. My dreams are dashed. Anyways. OK. Sorry. Uh, I have to find some other warm climate place to move to. That's not going underwater. or. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're getting that L.A. weather, baby. Actually, it's pretty hot. I mean, it's hot outside right now. Yeah. Uh, so so tell me about your gut wrenching reaction. Um, I just feel like I. Hmm. I just feel like I don't know what I would even want to do. Like the last job that I had, it seemed like it was going to be cool. But it required me to be there to get the perks of the job to make the job cool so really it was more like the perks of the job are cool right but just working from when i at the beginning of the pandemic working from home doing that job was terrible yeah it was just freaking cold calling people all day glorified yeah you want to be going to goat yoga you want to be getting the perks yeah yeah exactly and like working yeah like working right off of hollywood boulevard and like i mean so uh, that was and I was, it wasn't like I was making any money. Right. I mean, it was commission based. So I was making like, a, like, I think I negotiated with them up to like 52 mm-hmm. plus commission and then plus commission. I mean, <sighs> I mean, that's pretty good though, compared to what a lot of other people are getting. Oh, gosh. I mean, their, but yeah. I mean, you have a, you know, and you had a lot of experience too. Right. And then it's like, I feel like at this point I've had every job there is to have pretty much so i don't know like what else would i do the only thing i can think is like maybe work in a nursery but that's seasonal so yeah i mean i just it's so crazy to me i guess that people are just ready to go back to normal when we are i mean america's infrastructure is literally crumbling (laughs) and the climate crisis is getting worse Mm -hmm. and they won't raise the wages and they're automating away the jobs and they're cutting away social stability uh you know social safety nets right so i mean what are i'm just like you want to you you can go back to i mean just like for me like working in entertainment too i mean it's just like you can go back to trying to like make people laugh i guess right now like I, i guess for me i'm like we need to build a bunker that's where my head's at right Yeah, now. your head is like very much in prepper mode, which I think is not a bad idea because I do think it's going to at least take a while. I guess I feel like no one learned anything first and foremost. So I think that's also why I don't have any rush to go back because why am I going back to this system that's already messed up? 
So right, like what's gonna change? Like what what and, promises and also, have we got that work will change? Right, it won't. I mean, it's not going. There's, it just won't. And what? What promise? Yeah, like I mean, what are we? What's the ROI? Like what? There's none. Like exactly. What are you even working for now? If there's no I pension, mean, if there is no, no benefits. Health benefits. <laughs> I mean, no stock options. No, I mean nothing. Nothing. And then if you're salaried, no overtime. Then I guess like right. It's just. It's just the model. I mean, it's just going to be hard for people to justify exchanging their time for money anymore that's just what it's going to come down to people are i mean people are going to become like lab rats or something like i I don't know yeah oh you know what i was thinking well and this ties into climate change as well but and with you know okay this will make you feel better about the west but the west coast but i mean if the west is on fire i mean so much of so many crops are come in from out there and yeah. you know meat farms and different things like that and uh just the wrong fire hitting the wrong plant can knock down you know somebody can knock down us getting chicken or you know right. meat or whatever for a month or what however long you don't know mm-hmm. so i mean it's not crazy to have like a few beans growing in your yard like i just feel like yeah. we're not we're we're thinking like everything is still so distant, but we've been talking in those terms mm-hmm. for so long that it's like, we are at that point. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> the same thing that happened with moving during the pandemic. I was in denial. Like, you know, even though we obviously watched the news every day, we knew all the facts. We do everything, literally everything that was happening. We took all the precautions, even though I knew all of that, I couldn't really wrap my head around the idea. Like, okay, now is the time to go. Like it's, it just was hard, you know, and I feel like we're in the same situation now. It's like, okay, now is the time. Like, you're the frogs in the boiling water. You exactly. got to get out. <laughs> like, 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 we're, they're in a drought now in California is what I'm trying to say. Like, that could happen as soon as now yeah. <laughs> is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, like, I we're see. in a drought now. I like, see, as soon as now. Yeah. They are figuring out where and who and who can have water and how much right. water. And, and the rich people have like more that. access to water. Mm-hmm. And they will take it. Oh, yeah. Remember that secret orange grove we found? Mm-hmm. In the back of Bel Air? In the back of Bel Air. Go check it out. Go riding through there. Because they have their own reservoir. Mm-hmm. Who knew that there was a reservoir up in the Hollywood Hills uh, that then comes out to the back of Bel Air um, with a beautiful, huge, huge. You know, lake? It's where they mm-hmm. filmed American Horror Story, uh, the camp one. Yes. Um, and where we ran into the one and only Paul McCartney. Oh, what that a was gem. wild. That, that was, was so freaking cool. We played it cool too. He, I mean, whoa, that he just strolled right up to us. <laughs> and we were looking at the turtles. Yeah. And then he was just like, oh, yeah, I love the turtles. And then and we were like, we did too. We're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Never really been out here just chitting and chatting with him. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I love walking out here. I come out here, you know, like however often a week right. or whatever. And then he was like, okay. Right. Walks away. Slips. Slips. <laughs> oh, my God. He had a cane. Paul McCartney slipped. Slip. <laughs> oh, my God. But he played it off and he just kept going. But, but then 
I mean, but we thought here we were thinking, oh, we're going to have to go pick like help, help Sir yeah. pa- Paul McCartney stand up. I know he but he didn't need it. No. Then he was up and then he freaking disappeared. Like, <laughs> like we he turned around and he was gone. I mean, we went on the trail. <laughs> we it was really serious. Like, tried, we're like, what the hell? How did he leave so fast? We tried to that catch was, him. He was out of there. He was out. It was crazy because it wasn't like, oh, it was a hiking trail. It was like literally a little path right around the reservoir. So, you know, yeah. Nowhere else to go. Yeah, there's nowhere else to go. So we're just walking forward. We should see him a few yards ahead. He had a cane. He couldn't walk in that fast. I'm confused. Did we really see him? (gasps) He's still alive, though, so he can't be a ghost. Maybe he can. um, No, you know, no. No, because remember the theory, of course, that he died uh, way back in the 60s as they were getting popular. And so they didn't want to they they replaced him with the person they have now who looks a lot like the original. That's huh? a theory. Look it up. Look it up. OK, we don't have time for okay, it. OK, I'll look but it anyways, up. Uh, just saying it's a theory that I've heard. And um, OK, it's probably true. And something about if you listen to mm. a song backwards or. Something like hmm. that. And they like, you know, I yeah. love a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, Timmy's here. <laughs> He's not here yet. Mom's got to Oh, okay. Um, should we take a little break and then yeah. hop back into it? Let's do it. We are back to talking about uh, returning to normal. And um, I didn't fully finish up wrapping my little theory, kind of tying everything together with crops and the future of work and all of that, but, and then making your own garden. But I mean, that's going to be the future of some jobs. We'll be like somebody, (laughs) maybe somebody working in somebody's little backyard. (gasps) You know what I mean? Not like even... a small scale indentured servitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, would definitely happen. Or like, or like that's at least the job. Like, I mean, I mean, being a groundskeeper is, is so same thing. But you're saying like, like people uh, with a house, <laughs> like a three bedroom house, will have a groundskeeper. Will have they need who to have in a tiny house on their? No, 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 no. What I mean is one like job of the future might be that you because we are. We have s- such um, issues with like, you know, our crops and, and interruptions because of drought or fire or whatever. People are going to have more of their own home gardens and rely on, you know, those kind of things. But if you can afford to have a house, you have a job, you're, you know, uh-huh. so you don't have time to tend to, to the garden, the, the uh- farm. This is like So maybe in like yeah. a regular ass, like little backyard, there's like a whole farm that that's a job like you're like oh yeah i gotta which would be kind of cool but because you know what because yeah like if it was like a bunch of row houses then you got 10 clients on one street Mm. wow but i I mean if there's gonna be interruptions and i i just think that Hmm. we should franchise that but let's in the future we should franchise it yeah like oh 
Oh, what would like you call a, it? Like a like a roving farmer. Ooh, that's okay. Roving yeah. farmer. Yeah. But see, that sounds like it's going to be a contact, uh, a contract uh, gig bullshit job. So. Yeah, we can't do that. To people. We can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> but I do think like, I mean, just like, you know, when you just try to help, help somebody out, get something, you know, and you're like, okay, I guess you could babysit my kids. I guess I trust you enough or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. You know, I think. I think that that just might be one of the because the, the, the reality is that the jobs are going to um, they're automating away other jobs they are auto- automating away, you know, even uh, service industry jobs or architecture right. jobs. So there's going to be a lot more people um, who are just looking for a lot different kinds of work and people are going to want to you know, be a job creator, quote unquote, who knows him? I give him a tax credit. I mean, it could get crazy. I'm just thinking, you know, you're thinking outside the box and I like it um, because you got to be ready for anything. I think like, I just think it's a possibility. Yeah. Hmm. If you got to have food and the climate's going all crazy, yeah, but you still need to have a job to in this hellscape to somehow survive. Right. So what else? Do you, well, you were talking earlier about why don't people, like band together and make communes more often because well they have no one's done it since the 70s really i guess but i mean when she says i was talking earlier like we're sisters and we live together so oh yeah that's like earlier earlier sorry (laughs) sorry sorry go ahead um but the only yeah like you're saying the only people that are looking to buy a house are either families or couples right single people with like Single people with a lot of money. Yeah. Single people with a ton of money. But like just regular old normal people who, you know, aren't making a ton of money. What is their plan? You know, is everyone going to be a roommate forever? (sighs) You know, do you split buying a house with four other people and make? I mean, that's yeah, that's the reality. I think it's uh, so interesting. I listened to this. uh, I think it was like a Dave Ramsey. Is that a person? Uh you know, one of those financial shows and oh, it had yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. the two financial bros on it, you know, telling people how to live life. Uh, and of course, I love it. Was a, it's a black bro, you know? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> um, and the caller called in and they said, how do I save money if I make $15 an hour? That was the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Valid, <laughs> question. <laughs> Valid, Valid question. Valid question. <laughs> and the the guy did look i mean it's so funny because you know when you're on camera i mean you can see your initial reaction so quickly and <laughs> i think he he was like oh shit that is a bad situation but how can i make this his fault um so of course he said okay what are your debts what are your debts okay the guy's like i have no debts and then he was like okay so what do you have to pay for you know and, yeah. and he was like i mean he was like i have a credit card but i pay it off every month and it's doing um, great <laughs> And he said, you know, I take the bus. And so then he he was like, okay, so about how much do you make every week? And so they figured out he makes about $2,000 a month. Right. And then he asked him how much his rent was. It was like six or five or six hundred. And so then he says, you know, okay, so where's the other $1,400 going? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, where's it going? If you don't have debt, if you don't have this. And what you should do is cut up your credit card right now. I mean, what? I think just to live up. I mean gas uh well the guy didn't have food right uh your phone bill taxes the guy didn't even take the taxes out we have to pay to work in the first place so 
when he's made when you take out that 13 when you say okay 1300 or 1400 dollars, you're not taking taking into account the amount of taxes that are getting taken out right i mean Which so are, a lot a lot the trump tax cuts were not good to poor people they were at first for the first year or so and that's what they always do is they front load these things so that when it initially happens you're like oh this is so great wow right. you know what you maybe this wasn't so bad it. and then they screw you <laughs> over and over and over again pay attention <laughs> so yeah that's um that's what's happening with that well uh, yikes Whew. well anyways the amazon truck just drove by i know it sure did i know i saw that <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that was i mean that's okay we're talking about jobs and getting back to normal yes and i think a lot of people i mean you can't get away from amazon realistically i mean if there were a job to be had, it would be an Amazon job. Oh, in that clip, the guy worked for Amazon. Oh. And, and, uh, yeah, and, and what really pissed me off is they never said, once said, Amazon should pay you more, first of all. Right. <laughs> and then they said, why are you working at a job that only pays $15 an hour? <laughs> the dude lives in Georgia probably the best job in that town they were like why do they right. only pay you 15 dollars an hour he was like because that's what they pay right and also you can't have unions so you can't negotiate yourself a better pay rate if you wanted to no they're not allowing for that <laughs> just gonna walk in and be like you know what i deserve 25 like but what these two dipshits figure out is uh you know what it's really the fault of american american workers you just can't trust them with money so what where's the other 1500 dollars going towards abe I don't know, probably food, bus. I don't know what else, to be honest. Okay. So so many things come and go. I don't even know. So right now, I see two issues. All right, hey, let me help you out here. Uh, because you, you remind me of me. Making a little bit of money, but I, I couldn't see where it was going. Uh, $2,000 a month, that means you're making $24,000 a year. So number one, your issue is you need more income. Okay, that's number one. But before you get more income, let me tell you what the bigger issue is. You don't know what you're doing with the little bit of income that you have right now. To me, what that's showing me, Abe, is that you're not being a good steward of the small resources that you have. Um, thanks for the question, man. Anthony, yeah. how many people that you talk to dealing with money are, are like our friend Abe, who's just kind of rolling, the check comes in, I got a job, I'm so happy to get a job, right? Yeah. And I understand being in, in the world right now, just having a job is a gift and a blessing. But it just kind of is what it is, that's what you pay, I'm cool with that, and then I hope four or five years things are gonna be different, and I don't know where my money went. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but uh, real quick, hold on, Abe, I want you to stand by, we're gonna get Kelly on the phone with you, she's gonna give you Ramsey Plus, uh, which is Financial Peace University, plus our Every Dollar app and your debt tracking. Uh, plus a copy of King Coleman's uh, book, Proximity Principle. Um, so, Kelly, we'll take care of you there. Thanks for calling in, brother. Um, you know, man, you know, John, that was me, man. You know, I mean, and it's a lot of people that are getting their paycheck, and when they hear the word budget, uh, they hear uh, death sentence. They hear jail cell. They hear I can't enjoy life when they hear the word budget. And so a lot of people, they believe when I work hard, I'll get my money and I just do it. But I think a lot of people are sick and tired of getting their paycheck on Friday. And then by Tuesday of the following week, it's gone. Mm. You know, and then the key thing here that I heard him say, which took me back was, how do I, 
how do I save money if it's already spent? Well, he didn't have any debt. He's only paying $500 for, for rent. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, wait, wait. The, the problem is not uh, you having no money. The problem is you're not being wise with the money you have. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the problem with America today. They're getting this money and they're not being good stewards with the little that they do have. They're not budging in it. They're not giving it a vision. And they're not going after something. And that has to change today. Uh, where is this guy's money going? I mean, they didn't take into consideration if he had a health emergency mm -hmm. or if there were perhaps, uh, you know, uh, I don't, something he might want to buy, like food or <laughs> clothes to wear to work or have True. a small hobby. <laughs> they want people to live in absolute squalor. Yep. I, that's the and that's the only way that uh, you have to prove you're an absolute squalor to get any help. And then. If you want to try to get out of squalor, you can't make too much money because then they kick you off. So there's a lot of... But realistically, what could this guy do? Okay, because I say, I mean, I, I was making that amount of money and trying to save $10 a week and, you know, and, mm -hmm. and that's fine. That's $40 over a month. But what does that do realistically for your life right now? I mean, yes, of course you can right. save, but then in, in the healthcare system that we live in, one thing could happen. That's gone. That's true. <laughs> I mean, and... What's he saving it for? Is he saving it to for an emergency, like you're saying, which apparently everyone's supposed to have money saved up for an emergency. As we learned, most of us don't. But or is he saving it up for his 401k? Is he saving it up to buy a house? Because that's not going to happen. Right. You know, like the housing market is insane right now. So, yeah, I, I guess it was it was kind of to me just like. You know, just the financial sector is always going to blame the American worker for their plight rather than the, the structures around them that refuse to give anybody their value. I mean, productivity has gone up 170 percent or something right. like that since the 70s. And the, the pay raise has gone up like, I don't know, 40 percent or something. Right. And we still work five days a week and. I mean, more than that now, probably than, because we yeah. have phones. We have, you know, you yeah, you're constantly overtime. Mm -hmm. You have several jobs. <laughs> Most people, <laughs> there's a lot. Um, one thing, speaking back on jobs, uh, we watched um, some CNBC stuff, you know, as we like to touch oh, in gosh, on and of course, <laughs> interesting what they report in their news. But one of the things they were talking about were the jobs returning. And it's just, you know, same old, same old with no context or, or nuance mm -hmm. to, to the conversation. Just, you know, jobs are returning. Yay. Even in the hospitality, uh, the hardest hit hospitality sector. Right. Yay. Not uh, taking into account um, there are, are less positions for a lot of these places that are reopening because there's still some restri restrictions. So that's been one of the things. And then uh, they might not be hiring back the workers who worked there in the first place, you know, they might yeah. be getting an all new staff, which is a detriment to you. If you worked there for, mm -hmm. Keisha can speak on that for our no. union stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're in California, just know that they do have to recall you to work and you can make $500 a day for every day that they don't recall you. So ask us questions about it, but that's only hospitality. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah. Um, and one of the, uh, and then they, figured out how to automate a lot of other jobs too if they could mm -hmm. during the pandemic i mean even uh, i mean even the hospital even i was listening to something that was saying even restaurants now are making they're making so much more money 
by delivering food that they want to continue that. So then that's another layer of like, you know, jobs that who knows if they're they might just say forget being a waiter or waitress we're just gonna stay inside and then sell alcohol which is a huge market markup right and some people you you might say what's the issue with that but the issue with that is being a server is one of the only ways you actually have to make any money i mean being a to-go a to-go server people might tip you they don't they might right. not always you're more like a cashier you. people yeah. see you so yeah they right. don't you don't usually get anything and they're going to tip you at least a lot less so it's not going to be any substantial boost to, to you as the worker to have everything to be to go because people feel like they're getting less of the experience from you mm-hmm. so that is a detriment and then one other thing i didn't think about was a, a lot of the people who did die from COVID had jobs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a bunch of positions, too, I mean, to fill. Ooh. I'm sorry to say that in such a morbid way, but, I mean, that's just something. Right. <clears throat> like, so, I mean, it's yeah, there not... are jobs to fill because we killed people because we didn't take the precautions that we could have. You know? Right, right. So these are jobs that were just going to be out there anyways, not. I, I do think they're definitely skewing it that they're creating so many jobs. Exactly. I just feel like are we, they're, they're not, trying to say it like it's new yeah. jobs. I exactly. would say once we get back to the same level of employment that we were at before, then you would be creating beyond that. Right. Yeah. It just seems like there's, they're uh-huh. skewing everything as such a victory and we're on the path. And it's very concerning. It's just as if these people have no pers- connection to reality and what real people are going through. And one reason is, <laughs> tell me, the stock market. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's up right now. Is it going to crash? I mean, I heard some people say, oh, it's due for a crash. But then, of course, they just bolster it and it never seems to crash. I don't think the Biden administration is bolstering it the way that uh, Trump did. I'm, I don't think so. Have to check into it. Um, if you know, let us know. Yeah. Um, but. One of the reasons it's up right now is because of the talks of the infrastructure bill po- possibly getting passed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just in in the context of business, it just is like, why would the Republicans not want to pass this earlier than if it right. gives people this confidence in the economy? It's like they're playing themselves. Do you care about business and you want business to right. succeed? Or do you uh, like what's the alternative? Not want to fix. I mean, just, none just of it makes not sense. want the you Democrats to win. Yeah, you don't I mean, want to fix roads and bridges like you are losing either way. You fools. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. They already got their money through the military budget, though. So maybe they're like, we don't need any more. What money? Didn't they get uh, not? What I do you mean, mean their money? Like, I mean, I mean, like, I guess Republicans want. I mean, money for the military. No, no. Everybody wanted money for the military. Oh, Elizabeth Warren voted for Trump's military budget twice. Nancy Ah. Pelosi voted for it. All of this clapping and pandering for what? For what? They didn't stop him for that. So, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we are are a country that very much believes that we need to increase military spending and in turn increase our carbon footprint because the u.s military is one of the biggest polluters in the world which almost brings us back full circle to tucker (laughs) that it's interesting that biden said he thinks that biden would would ever have a climate lockdown because i don't think there's no way he oh my god joe he barely believes in it he he believes in it but he he believes in money more baby he doesn't feel like it's 
under his purview. He's like, this is not for me to do. I'm going to give it to the next person. I feel like that's what he feels like. He wants to pass it off off to the next person. But we'll be dead by then. I I just don't. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be dead by then. I I I think he doesn't have enough of a grasp of it. it's not like it's freaking al gore you know like i think so he just stays away from it altogether i guess i don't once know. again a person who has children grandchildren great I mean, grandchildren i mean jesus I, but i guess they have a place on the on the ship maybe that's what it is and maybe that's why they don't care ultimately it's because there's no other explanation mm-hmm. for not caring looking at something like the miami condo building that tragically collapsed uh, just a few days ago mm-hmm. in the middle of the night people are sleeping this building had been inspected three years prior yep said it needed repairs and nothing was done i mean how how is it that we're in this situation i mean we just have to accept crap <laughs> you know? i mean there are zero checks and balances i don't understand and that might be from climate change what happened with that oh absolutely they don't know know? yeah exactly i mean there could have been a sinkhole or something or you know Uh, well it's in florida right uh we were yeah it could be the water the water table changing or something i mean it could be so many different things but the fact that there's no system in place to follow up after there's an inspection right ensure that the work is done re-inspect like i mean you don't even buildings don't even get expect inspected yearly like first of all there's some jobs right there like hello yeah government <laughs> I mean, jobs that's a good government job like make some more inspectors like make it so that things are actually being followed up on because this that's just crazy i mean how can you upkeep any infrastructure if you're not doing checks and, and i mean on a personal level like I've told you this so many times, but just living in L.A. was getting to be so anxiety ridden for me because we lived in an older building where they never did inspections and we had to force, you know, an inspection because we were going to court with these people. So we needed documentation. Right. And, you know, they they had our furnace on the wrong side of the wall. They didn't pull any permits. And I definitely thought it was going to cause a fire. But beyond our own issues just within our own apartment mm-hmm. i was like there's no way this place is earthquake proof there's no way there's no, no, no way. way this place is structurally sound no and i think that in la there definitely is like something where it's like you've got to update your building when by i don't know what like, what are right. the credentials because i know for sure they have not updated that building to be earthquake proof right. and that is terrifying to live and, in and what can you do about it Nothing. I mean, I think it was probably more terrifying because the building next door was getting retrofitted. Right. <laughs> right. Like, that, okay. Uh, that's what was going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't trust landlords on an honor system. That's, that's <laughs> no. the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. I mean, I can't think of very many you know, nice landlords, I guess, realistically that I've ever had. You people who already have all the power in the situation, we're going to give you also absolute oversight power too. I mean, (laughs) what, you know, and especially, so the other thing I was thinking, this place, Miami was, uh, were condos. So where were those HOA fees going? Like Mm. if you knew you had Mm. to get the work done, I mean, that's part of being a real estate investor. You know that you know, you're going to have to upkeep it at some point, but maybe I wonder if they won't be liable because it's a condo building. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't, they, 
developed the property and built the property, but then they do they still own the whole building or did they sell it off piece by piece? Like, how does that work? I don't Cause know. Because then what if liable. they're not liable because it was just like, you know, this group of condos? I don't know the law. but I don't know. <laughs> and and I, all I can think is just like how miserable that as more and more of these kind of things happen, I mean, that's going to be the rest of some people's lives just trying to like fight somebody for what you're not going to get your loved one back and Mm -hmm. i mean this is happening all over the place you know on the i-40 uh one of the main bridges had uh, a crack or some sort of structural um issue that got inspected but they are fixing it but it's a huge main bridge going through i-40 and now there's tons of traffic and backup and it's almost it doesn't even really meet national news and it should be because people should of course no like that there is stuff going on and that those are jobs and like like we should have pride in in building our country and it's i mean and i think there are plenty of people who would love to have those jobs like Mm -hmm. for sure like teach me how to weld that's cool or forestry i mean let's do that so many people who would love to get out there and like you know yeah rake leaves out in the forest or put down retardant or do it like plant plant trees trees, whatever it has to be you know plant grass seeds whatever it needs to be but right it's just our country we we aren't even coming with any solutions and so for people to be crying and complaining now about hypothetical situations that will not ha- I wish those things would happen. <laughs> I wish those things would happen. In order for them, though, to restrict your car use right. and restrict planes, it's going to, I mean, planes. It'll, ha- oh, it'll have to be, a, it'll have to be a hellscape by then. Like like yeah, a, was gonna, like, dire straits is what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, like, it will have to be, like, we'll have to be at the point where, like, you're going out, you know, in a full UV suit and you know what I mean? Like you won't even be able to like be in the sun for a moment or something. It'll have to be. You think it'll be that bad? Wow. I mean, there's going to be. That's, that's all the way right to the point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bef- yeah, because because you'll it'll be it's yeah, you can still function. It's just not, you know, not fun, but you still can go to the grocery store in your UV suit. Yeah, but in that situation, you get your UV. Yeah. In that scenario, then you don't have enough serfs slash slaves to. Uh, Everything's going outside. No, but that's what I'm saying. Because you have to have the suit. So if you don't have the money to have the suit, then you know what I'm saying. Either you'd have to get the job and they give you the suit, or because right. if you don't have it, then you're screwed. So it's like I think you got to rent the suit from the guy you got the job from. Just like you have to rent the Amazon van from Amazon. You guys gotta watch this documentary. Historically, Amazon relied heavily on UPS, the Postal Service, and to a lesser degree, FedEx, for the heavy lift of last-mile delivery. It was 2013. They had a holiday season. It was a fiasco in terms of late and missed deliveries. A lot of it had to do with weather. A lot of it had to do with Amazon dumping massive amounts of volume at the last minute on UPS and, to a lesser extent, FedEx. But it was at that point that Jeff Bezos said, we can't entrust this business entirely to other people. So Amazon built an in-house network called Amazon Logistics. It's grown to include everything from semi-trucks to Amazon airplanes, individual flex drivers, and since 2018, fleets of vans run by delivery service partners, or DSPs. Amazon pretty much has control over the operation. It's Amazon's vans, it's Amazon's insurance, they're providing it at a discount. Amazon wants entrepreneurs. 
They need drivers. They want to control as much of the delivery process as they can. We don't know what it's called, but we'll put it in the notes. Because who knew that the people driving those branded sprinters for Amazon are contractors? I had no idea. They get no health benefits. They They have to pay for insurance through Amazon. Do Amazon. I mean, how much we have to pay to what? work. <sighs> this Who, is absolute and utter what bullshit. Is there to get, what is there to get back to? Normal is completely insane. It's insane. What do Why what am I going to I'm going to pay to go to work for you? I mean, this has happened before, but like I, you can't I'm going to pay to go to work for you. I mean, even uh, <laughs> even back in the day when I had to like uh, when you had to get the buy the uniform at Hooters, I was like, oh, what the fuck is this ridiculous. racket? Ridiculous. What a racket. So you're making money off of me. I have to come to work more than a regular server. I have to come to work camera ready every single mm-hmm. day. And they have a crazy menu and expectations that mm-hmm. they expect you to keep. And I have to buy a shirt. And then if I get hot sauce which is highly likely at a place that serves mainly chicken wings <laughs> on my white shirt i then have to pay 15 dollars or some bullshit to buy another shirt so you're making money off of every shirt right pantyhose uh, shorts yes <sighs> <sighs> wow what a racket they did teach us some good serving skills though but work is a racket at what cost at what cost <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, that was tragic. Um, tragic. Yeah, I, I just feel like people who aren't kind of thinking differently or in this way or kind of at least expecting it, and it's not to be doom and gloom or anything like that. I mean, I just come from a place that I'm more calm if I have the information and I can at least feel like I can somewhat prepare. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. You know, like just mm-hmm. have even even I with mean, the earthquakes when we had a few bottles of water around the house, I did feel better. Yeah, I'm 100 percent torn because I feel like the if I didn't know as much as I know, I would be so just like happy and carefree. <laughs> I just feel like are the people who are just uninformed just like they're just out there, they're living their lives, they're going dancing and stuff, they're going out. Look, I of did go they are. out the other night. When we went out dancing, me and Dama went, and it was fun. It was pretty fun. I mean, here I, I am like locked away in our parents' house like Rapunzel. <laughs> and you were out there. You didn't tell. You should have worn a mask when you came back then. There's a Delta variant going around. On the I am, we are both vaccinated. Mm, I keep forgetting about that. You're right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, going out is fun. So yeah, I fun. want that part of normal back, but not the other stuff. Yeah, but the but the problem is that work was getting to be so that we weren't couldn't afford to go out. Damn, I was yes, that is true. I mean, that's what the reality right. was. Like yeah. the pa- the last like two or three years or s- mm-hmm. something like that, right before the pandemic started, the two or three years there, it almost became like you had three to go out. Like, well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I mean, one of them is acting. So that's like you work like one day. Yeah. And you, but, you know, make a good amount of money. But uh, yeah, I mean, the other jobs I did have to have were completely soul crushing and I couldn't afford to do anything. Yeah, I think we definitely. Yeah, we definitely like took a lot of Saturday night jobs just being like, 
we need the money. Yeah, and but at like, least Chateau Marmont was fun. Like that's that true. to me was I was like, okay, like this is at least like yeah. something, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it was fun. That's I true. mean, we're you know. <sighs> it is isn't more expensive to go out, which is problematic. <sighs> yeah, it is. Everywhere, I, I think. Know. I mean, I don't know where do y'all live. You you tell us, but I mean, in Los Angeles, it was, and it's. I think DC is still is going to be pretty expensive to go out still. Well, yeah. we're going to go to Richmond soon, so we'll see what's going yeah. on there Richmond and what their prices good. are. Ugh, I hope if Richmond is expensive, then we're screwed. We shall see. Um, I, I, I think you know things are also inflating just because the cost of ingredients are going up so much too. Also so true. it's it's just going to be kind of in, inescapable. That's why you gotta. Yeah, we gotta just do whatever we can to have fun now because. And that's why you have to make your space that you have now, you know, have a little water uh, barrel, rain Rain barrel, barrel. Mm -hmm. if it rains in your area. I'm so sorry if it doesn't. I can't believe that it. (laughs) I just don't even know what to do about this drought thing. I think about it all the time, and I cannot. I just feel like they're they're not making a big enough of an emergency about it. it yeah i really yeah i haven't heard that much about it people just I, I feel like people aren't really understanding like the impact of it and not just because like right. i don't think i worry too much i just think that that's a real issue like guys we need water to live and the vice president earlier this year said pretty soon we're going to be going to war uh, for water so you mm-hmm. know there's probably a connection there but maybe not maybe i'm just oh well, i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean those those pictures of lake mead were pretty crazy startling that was i mean but people were still boat but see what i mean people were still boating around go you know bring burning it up you know so and then, and then oh my gosh and then also when they were one of the things when they were talking about lake mead <laughs> the reporter said well um the tourists get to see like a new <laughs> and like uncovered parts of the lake like oh yeah because that selling point the, it's the water is a hundred feet or something like below its normal level the amount of <laughs> the length the height of the statue of liberty is how much water is missing from lake Mead. oh my gosh that's a lot of water i mean they it didn't seem like they were very concerned at all they just let it was like a puff piece it was weird and and the, you know what's so frustrating and it, <laughs> And uh, just, you know, just to prove that I think like the professional managerial class is such bullshit, but they have so many think tanks and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, things like that. What what the hell's problems are they solving? They have a they have a problem, a a problem solvers caucus in the in the House, maybe Mm -hmm. or Senate. I mean, where are the interesting ideas for Dude, repurposing malls that are going out for for redirecting water supply because obviously we knew that this was going to happen as the, as the earth gets hotter right it's just they wait until everything crumbles and that's the thing you not because uh you know there isn't really nothing we could do the, the problem is there's nothing that these politicians will do they've proven it time and time again look at gun look at the the way the gun guns have happened there's a there's a shooting mm-hmm. every day schools uh, movies wherever nothing has changed with the laws people nope. were out in the streets marching uh, for george floyd and for police <laughs> rights to change not one thing changed more money and more military militarized weapons are going to the police right now than they were under trump that's crazy and their budget got bigger. The Capitol Police budget got bigger. 
You know what would help people to not be super pissed? I think caring about what's going on with the farmers and the climate and the water supply Absolutely. and people having a living wage and saying, you know what, if something does go down with the climate, we're going to make sure that we have social safety nets for everybody in place. But our country refuses to do it. The only place that you see innovation like that, and this will, you know, I mean, time will tell, I guess, who's extinct and who's not. But I mean, you have to think of like forward thinking countries like Japan. Oh, or, I thought you were going to say Denmark. I was going to say, yeah, like, yeah, I think of them like, a, yeah, like Copenhagen, like, like the places that are actually at least testing these ideas the right. bullet i mean we don't we don't even have a fast train here like i mean where how what are we doing <laughs> how is that not in the infrastructure bill like <laughs> our whole thing about america is so being stupid. the best being first and having all this wealth and we don't have a bullet train like no i mean that's it's so dumb mind-blowing just backwards i mean uh, it's a tragedy but yeah, these politicians, I just they're don't not, see them doing anything. No, and, and I mean, they're definitely, I guess, it's like even though they, why wouldn't they want to put money into it? I guess I'm so confused as to why they wouldn't, like why, okay, what do you think it was that made them go, okay, you know what, traveling to space, we'll do it. We'll put the money into it. But like trying elon musk's hyperloop or you know you know or just building a basic bullet train or whatever we're not gonna try it there's also hold on there's also like they don't even have to come up with new ideas at this point we're so far behind That's so true they could copy other countries ideas like screw elon exactly yeah. so why exactly right why are they relying on these billionaires to bring their 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 huge ideas nasa is asking for money to go to space yet they're, they're trying like, to get <laughs> they're giving it to SpaceX. these billionaires and i mean I, I, yeah i mean that that comes back around to that question why don't they care about the, the climate and it's got to just be that you know there's a place somewhere for them either they've already M mars might be farther along than than we know we like know. honestly like what know. if this whole thing that they've been showing us is <laughs> is not a red planet actually it looks exactly like earth, like earth we're peacing out see you guys later <laughs> oh my god that's a great theory mars is a second freaking earth but they've just been like showing us other pi Ooh, i like well this because theory. how would we know we we haven't been to how space would, yeah how would we know i mean <laughs> There's Couple just astronauts might know the truth, but I'm pretty scared about Jeff Bezos going to space. I, I do. That worries me a lot. Why? What do you think he's going to do? Press a detonator button and end oh it all. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. I'm sorry. That's uh, what I think. I don't think he would end it all. I think he would definitely just like pick and choose he'd be like we need to be like three continents less mm, he just picked mm, some yeah i guess it makes me think of that rick and morty um where you know the people are, are working and they're generating the energy oh my God, for the, the energy other planet for the, <laughs> yeah like each so one. yeah you're right he they probably wouldn't there probably would be some way that they would force us into slave labor and right. because i think he he really does enjoy the suffering of people if you have that much Absolutely. money and you're doing nothing about it you enjoy it no i mean he had, didn't i mean he didn't even think to give Amazon workers a bonus. Like instead he comes up with this cockamamie thing with their, oh my, where, you know, their contractors. That's next level evil. I feel like you get, you make that much money. You become, if you, he obviously was in Monopoly before, but now there's, it's going to be 100% impossible for 
any other company to even come close to what how Amazon is taking over. Can't do it. it completely impossible. So, I mean, if you couldn't see it in like your little dead heart to throw people like an extra 500, like just, you know, like thanks for working during a pandemic, like nothing, nothing. They could easily be making $35 an hour and he would still be a, a, a million times million, over a right, billionaire. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's the trick is that people, I mean, as we learn, like people in these towns where there used to be factories, we're making $35 an hour in a factory doing basically the same work type of work. I mean, a little bit different, but pretty much the same mm -hmm. as in an Amazon factory where they're like, oh, excited that they're making $15 an hour. Amazon's not replacing, you know, dollar for dollar at all. No. And they're just training us People more and more to accept less and less. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're doing it with our wages. And I think that they're training us to do it with our politics. And it's like right now, I think it's if if Joe Biden's the guy and he and he's talking about climate change right now, then he's got to do something drastic. I mean, yeah. you can't mess with the Republicans. They they're literally the type of people who are like, I guess uh, I'd rather kill myself than have this thing. <laughs> like they're yeah. that intense. Um, you know, and if you think you really are doing the best and right thing, like you can't wait for somebody who, uh, you know, to get on, no. to get on board. You yeah. can't change hard, mm -hmm. hearts and minds. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes it's better to show people than try to convince them. So if you have the power, go ahead and show them. If you know you're doing it for the right reasons. Right. If It's like, don't you believe that strongly in it that you want to try? It should be this easy. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. You shouldn't have to be convinced even. It's okay. But that is why where I land that I don't think that they actually want to do anything because nice. then you don't appoint Joe Manchin's wife to a position and you 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 strip him from some committee assignments or Christmas right. cinema. Right. Tell him to get his act together. And they're I the mean, first people involved in the in the infrastructure. Uh, you know, negotiation. Oh, every every picture picture Christmas cinema right there in front. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's it just dystopian. seems kind of <laughs> <I know>. bleak. <laughs> it well. seems kind of bleak. Is there a happy note we can end on here? Um, I mean, jobs are coming back. The stock market is up. That's got to be good. Um, We're going to try to go to some go-go outdoor events. <laughs> go out dancing. Something generally good for everyone. But for us, that will be good. That will yeah. be a oh, good Oh, something time. good for everyone. Um. We still have oxygen left for now. We do. So um, that's good. That's positive. You can grow your own plants. Depending uh, on if there's somewhere where they have water, Keisha. Okay. Um, this, is, that's what, this is serious. You can. You know what? I got roller skating. Dude, you have to buy roller skates. What are you talking about? Shit. Okay. Um, you can watch this video for free on YouTube. Wow, that's the that's, best I have. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hopefully you live in a state where weed is legal. I mean, that's hopefully Virginia. Here we come. Here we come. July 1st. Yes. All right. Well, we have to have dinner with our family. I'm sure they're going to have thoughts about our ramblings. Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear it. Here. Hmm. Yikes. Probably <laughs> offended them a little bit. Uh, but no. we're, we're in trouble right now, y'all. <laughs> Girl, you in trouble. <laughs> America, we in trouble. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been another episode of This Is Bullshit. And uh, if you guys are getting back to normal and excited or 
If you have parties in the D.C. area you want to invite us to, let us know. I don't know about all that, but our Keisha, you, the really? world's coming to an end. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make me want to meet new people necessarily. <laughs> like That's terrible. I don't have time to form deep bonds with them or anything like that. I mean, you know, just well, and I'm, I, I'm more like like kismet, you know, just like we meet the grocery store or like, okay. you know. That's okay. just me. That's just me. I like a little romance um, with my friendships. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I have been Courtney and I've been Keisha. See you around later. Bye. Bye.